Hello, guys, and welcome back to Shumimasen. This is a special one-shot business episode of Shumimasen. I'm your host, guys, and with me today is a special guest, Natasha Taylor. Natasha is a CRM specialist and a lifecycle coordinator with many years of experience working in digital agencies such as Hypendexter and TRA. She joins us today to discuss digital transformation and digital literacy. Welcome to the podcast, Natasha. Hi, thanks for having me. So let's get right into it. In our MBA, we learned that digital transformation is a framework that includes the networking of businesses and customers across all value-added segments and the application of new technologies. What is digital transformation from your perspective? I guess for me, digital transformation is about operationalizing business processes using digital tools. Um, Within the context of my role, digital transformation is largely focused around improving business relationships with prospects and customers. Could you further elaborate on that? Yeah, sure. So an example might be having, let's say, a website with intuitive navigation and different engagement points, Mm -hmm. depending on where you sit on the customer journey. So let's say someone was looking to purchase brand tracking from a B2B company. If they are in the awareness phase and only really discovering your business, they won't want to speak to your sales team straight away, but they might want to subscribe to your newsletter to get regular updates. And someone in the consideration phase might be looking to solve a specific problem, such as understanding the outcome of brand marketing efforts. In this instance, having a blog or gated content that discusses the impact of brand marketing spend and how to measure it would be a great way to educate your prospects on the benefits of your product without needing them to speak with the sales team because they're just not ready for that yet. But if someone was ready to talk to your sales team, and they're in that decision stage of the journey, they're going to want a clear way to engage with your team through your website. But it's not just about submitting a form and hoping a salesperson gets in touch. It's also about ensuring the person knows exactly what's going to happen and when to manage expectations. At a basic level, this might be a thank you message that says something like, thanks, our team will be in touch in the next 48 hours or X amount of business days. Mm -hmm. But for a more digitally advanced business, this might be part of a greater sales playbook where automation is set up to qualify the leads based on key questions. So in our example, if if their brand tracking budget is too low, they won't be qualified and the team won't pursue them but they may keep them in the database and have them on their mailing list to keep a relationship because you just never know when someone's going to move into another role. But if the leader is qualified, the automation might trigger a certain salesperson, depending on the location, then schedule a list of tasks for the salesperson to complete. These touch points really support engaging with prospects and customers in the right way at the right time with the right messaging which is incredibly important for building relationships, but also for getting people to trust your business enough to make a purchase. So while relationship building has been a key part of digital transformation in my career, it is also a key driver for generating revenue. Okay, so from what I'm hearing from you, it's very much about connecting kind of customers and businesses just better. Is that is that what you would say? Um, I would say it's about aligning kind of your sales and marketing teams to give the best and consistent experience with your customers. Right. 
Okay. So in terms of the strategies that you guys would employ in your company, in our MBA, we learned that there are four main types of them. So there's your disruptive ones, um, which are high level of business model readiness with a high level of digital mastery. So usually your kind of startups or the smaller companies that focus on more niches. And then the second one would be your business model led, which is where they have low digital mastery, but a high level of business model readiness for these digital operations. And they're usually ones that are forced basically to change due to their competition. And the third one being technology led, where there's very, very high level of digital mastery, but a low level of business model readiness. Um, these are usually companies that believe in investing in technology because it's less risky than changing their or making changes rather to their business model. And finally, there's the proud to be analog. And that's low level of both digital mastery and business model readiness. Um, usually firms that have products that are valued because they're analog, uh, for example, handcrafted goods. In your experience, do you think companies usually fall into these four quadrants? Right. Well, I mostly dealt with APAC when I was in um, an agency for digital transformation. So mm -hmm. I haven't really encountered any businesses that are proud to be analog because they wouldn't have met our ideal customer profile. They would have been someone to exclude. Mm. <laughs> um, so, but otherwise, yeah, this all feels very familiar in terms of um, these quadrants existing. Right. So, so you would say, I mean, the theory does, uh, I guess, fit real life. It does fit the practical side of things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> Do you have any examples for this? Yeah, for sure. So when I think disruptive, um, I know you mentioned startups, and it very much reminds me of the startups that I've worked at or worked with. So when I joined Hyphen Dexter, it was in the startup phase, and being a digital transformation agency, Digital capabilities were key tools in driving business objectives. Um, and currently, I work for TRA Business Group, who has recently launched a brand tracking platform that's in the startup phase, um, where, again, the business objectives and key results are also really driven by technology-enabled initiatives. Um, again, this is really especially around the customer journey yeah. and internal operations, um, yeah. which has been a large part of my job in the last six months. Right. Okay. So do you feel like, or rather in terms of your clients or the NZ, uh, general NZ market, where do you feel like most of your clients fall within, the ones you've dealt with at least? Yeah, um, I think a lot of my clients at Hypendexter fit into the technology-led quadrant where sure. they invested in technology to support their business objectives and change their processes rather than changing their business model completely. So an example off the top of my head would be Suzuki. Um, they conducted persona research to understand their customers and motivations behind buying their vehicles. And this led to informed decisions around their campaigns um, that really told different stories about kind of how people are using the vehicles um, to really target these different personas, but also allow automation to categorize leads that aligned with personas for the sales team to really understand who they were engaging with and what problems they were trying to solve because you know, this is going to look very different for someone trying to buy a little Suzuki Swift versus a 4x4 Suzuki. Absolutely, Suzuki. yeah. No, that makes sense. So it sounds to me like you have obviously dealt with, you know, quite a few, uh, at least more than a handful of clients. <laughs> yeah. Um, you must have seen all types of clients there, you know, from the digitally fluent to the completely kind of a use a mouse kind of people. Um, <laughs> so Cornell University, they 
they gave us a definition, right, in our MBA. They said digital literacy is the ability to find, evaluate, utilize, share, and create content using information technologies and the internet. Would you agree with that? What does digital literacy mean to you? Uh, for me, digital literacy honestly means using technology well to allow more time for the moments that matter. So in my role, being digitally literate means that you can navigate digital platforms to the point where you can understand what you're looking at, make sense of the information, and then be able to clearly communicate on that platform in a way that others will understand. And so this is really going to drive that efficiency right. of kind of administrative type processes so that you don't really have to focus on that. You can really focus on those kind of key conversations that you're having with your clients instead of, oh, what kind right. of category did my clients sit in and what do I need to follow up with? So in a way, it's kind of, uh, I guess for lack of a better word, automating things so that it's more, it's easier. It's just easier for everyone. It saves time and it's... Um, cuts away a lot of the fat, I guess, of the process, would you say? Yeah, yeah. Automation is a big part of it, but it's also just finding ways to really efficiently use data and right. being able to, you know, easily segment your database based on key people that you're looking for. It's it's not just about automation, but that's a massive part of it. Oh, okay. Um, so how would you, important would you say digital literacy is then for businesses um, in this current day and age, this modern times, especially with, you know, the fact that, your companies exist that can help them do these things. So is it important that they even know what you're doing or do they just leave it to you? I think it's um, actually incredibly important for businesses to empower their staff to be digitally literate mm -hmm. so that they're set up with the right tools and understanding of these tools to feel successful. For me, I've worked uh, at organizations with quite flat structures, which has been quite lucky for me. But I know at other organizations, there are discrepancies in digital literacy across teams, and that can create tension. So I think also having open communication and a feedback loop for understanding digital tools that are essential to business success yeah. is also an incredibly important part of it. Okay, so let's touch on that. You said that you've seen some discrepancies and stuff. That sounds to me like you've heard, you've seen um, what happens when people have limited literacy in the business world. Have there been quite badly, um, I guess, informed decisions or quite uh, badly made decisions due to this lack of literacy um, in your experience? Yeah, definitely. I've definitely seen bad decisions happen. Right. <laughs> um, one, I guess, quick example. Mm -hmm would be a company who had a sales team that didn't really understand their business goals or what those key enablers were, but they were driving a project for allocating leads and automating their sales process. And the process ended up being incredibly convoluted. Right. And the sales team never really bothered to understand the logic behind it because it was just too confusing. And so as a result, they had so many sales inquiries just sitting in their database, which essentially was lost revenue. That's not, that's, that's, that, that doesn't sound ideal at all. So, so, okay. So from that scenario, let's say you, you've got someone who's that digitally illiterate, mm. where to from there? What do you do? How do you, how do you improve from there? Right. So. Or rather, what did you do? What did you do in your case? What did we do? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, a lot of the time, if we are working with new clients, we will have discovery sessions with them to make sure we really understand firstly what they're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. And then we push back on what maybe doesn't make a lot of sense and what's quite illogical to prevent that from happening. But in this case, um, it was more so just a project of 
here's something we want to do. We'll pay you to do it. And we implemented it without the context. Right. Um, and so if we really get to understand the business processes before we make changes, it's great. It works and it, we work well together with these clients. But if it just becomes one-off projects that we don't really understand the the purpose of, mm. that's when it becomes really problematic. You know, right. our delivery is correct, but then the way that they end up using it, it becomes really inefficient. I guess, and that ties back to what you were saying, right? It's important for them to be digital literate more than just relying completely yeah. on you because there's no point in being like, okay, we'll pay you this amount, but we don't even really know what we want because we're not literate enough to understand it. Exactly. Okay. They didn't understand the platform at all, nor did they have a desire to really. <laughs> okay, so for, for businesses who who are looking to uh, digitally transform or who are looking to, I guess, raise uh, overall digital literacy, what would your kind of um, advice be for these companies? Yeah, I mean, for raising digital literacy, I think, again, just really empowering your team, making sure that they mm -hmm. understand the platforms that they're using. Absolutely. But um, if anyone's kind of thinking of leading a digital transformation project, I would say bring your team on the journey with you. So a lot of what we see um, is sales teams and marketing teams having really different views on what success looks like. But clearly, these teams need to work together and be aligned for the delivery of a great experience. So if digital transformation is going to impact other teams in your organization, you should really bring them on the journey with mm -hmm. you. Because if you don't, you're bound to set at least one of them up for failure. Cool. Um, look, Natasha, thank you so much for joining us on this special episode of Shumi Maslan. Thank you for your insights and your advice for our listeners. Um, and we want to thank all listeners for listening in and for tuning in today. And until the next episode, we will see you. Thank you. Mm -hmm.